Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I had this... I you know I was starting to play with a whole bunch of ideas to create a little ease in Rioa, my producer, one of my producers' lives, so I don't keep sending her stuff every last five minutes before my show. So last week I was just like, what would it? What can I choose to have like 25 different show titles show up all at once? Um, so I had that. I didn't send her all 25, though I kind of did bombard her. And so tonight, just uh, about 20 minutes ago, I'd actually totally forgotten what the title of my show was, which was fun, uh, because normally when the show is even talking to me all day, I haven't sent her in the information, I, uh, I'm i doing the call the whole day long, even while I'm doing other things. So this this for me is like fun and interesting, because I've only actually uh, gone into do some research in the last like 15 minutes. Um, so the things I found out about orgasms every 10 seconds is very fascinating. So um, before I get too into this, I'd like to just uh, let you guys know about a few things that I'm creating and um, really excited about. There's one that uh, um, it's free. It's a free telecall, not like this radio show isn't free, but I'm actually having a free telecall called Bust Open Your Psychic Self. So um, it's going to be one call so that you can kind of get a, a glimpse into how I facilitate into um you know, a class that I'm creating uh, in the future that will be available online um, about busting open all your psychic capacities. So for most of you listening, uh, chances are you probably have something that you are aware of. Um, and all it is really is that um, I had, I just had a really cool choice in my life to choose a mother who took me to teachers um, since I was really little on developing my psychic abilities so uh, it's like if you had a parent who took you to trainee for tennis since you were you know four years old you'd probably be t better at tennis than somebody who was never trained uh, at tennis so I've just developed that muscle for a really long time and I've had such a variety of uh, facilitators and teachers that I just felt like it would be a lot of fun to bring to you uh, everything that I had was training from my metaphysical training, from consciousness training, and it's like, how can all these tools uh, work together? So uh, essentially, that's what the class will be, um, the future class. And if you'd like to just come and do a trial class with me for free, it's going to be on October 20th, and you can message me. 
um, via my website, if you like, um, www.milicajelenic.com. You can message me on Facebook. You can send me a text. I love getting texts from you guys. Um, and whatever, like whatever's fun for you. Find a way to get a hold of me and let me know that you're interested. And I will get you added on to an email and send out the call-in details for you. That would be fun for me. So thank you uh, for that, for listening to that part. And um, for those of you who don't know, that is something that I do. So if this is your first time listening, you're like, wow, she's all over the place. I really am. And even in my life, I'm literally all over the place. Like between being all over the country, all over the you know world uh, sometimes as well, uh, I'm also like literally all over the map with so many things. And I used to make that such wrongness. Um, I just before we went live, I was telling my producers about my love of Muppets. Like, between my love of Muppets, I love talking about sex. I have a daughter that I, I enjoy hanging out with. I've, you know, I have a, a business where I work with bodies. I play with energy. I move bodies to align spines. I work with all kinds of interesting technologies for health. It's um, really, really funny. Like, I really, truly am all over the map, and it's really what uh, is a lot of joy for me is to have so many different things that I can choose from to contribute to everyone, everything in my life as well. So um, that's you know essentially where I'm uh, where I'm coming from. So for those of you who don't know, I am a certified uh, bars facilitator, which means that I can teach these classes in this really cool process called the bars, which is 32 points on the head, and when you touch them, things change, and sometimes you have a little nap. Depends, you know, everybody's different. <laughs> so, And I also do a body work called the mitzvah technique, which is very similar to the Alexandra technique. It's a somatic body work. So somatic body work actually releases... Uh, you know, all kinds of stuff, emotional, energetic, from the body through movement. Um, and, yeah, generally through movement. So that is thing that I have been doing for many years. Um, and I've been doing energy work for many years, too. And when I say many years, I mean like 20 years I've been doing um, body work and energy work. So um, even, you know, if you've seen my picture and you're like, have you been doing it since you were two? Well, just about. But I've actually uh, been... Um, what I've actually been doing is that I've been working with bodies like publicly since I was about 20. Um, and I have been working with, you know, energy since I was born. And guess what? So have you. <laughs> so for those of you who that was a shock, oh, you've been working with energy since you were born. Yes, you are communicating with energetically being energy. And guess what? We are energy. So you have been playing with energy since conception, since preconception, since, you know, you you conceived of choosing to actually show up and before that and before that. So how cool are you? So I'm wondering, um, you know, one of the things I like to wonder about is different ideas. And one of, there's a concept in uh, Access, which, and I love the tools of Access. And one of them, um, we have these, we call them the, well, they've changed. These used to be called the Ten Commandments of Access, and they're called the Ten Somethings of Access. But anyway, whatever it is, they're like really great uh, ways, uh, things to refer to, to create ease in your life. And one of them is choosing in 10-second increments. And I was looking at that going, hmm, so what about um, 
you know, how does how does copulation and sex relate to all of these? Uh, so I was playing with the idea of like, well, sex in 10 second increments. You could either have really, really short sex, like insertion and out. There you go. Or whatever. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll touch your genitals and now I'm off. Okay, done. So, you know, that's maybe 10 second sex. I don't know. But then I was thinking, okay, so what if you could actually create uh, orgasms every 10 seconds in your body? And that that whole idea to me was like, well, that could be fun. That could be interesting. So as I was playing with this, um, I thought, okay, so what can I do to allow my body to have the energy um, and to receive that energy of orgasm every 10 seconds? And what I got, what I'm more aware of about that is that orgasm is actually that space, like that so there's climax, um, orgasm, so there's different phases, right? So orgasm is actually that phase where your body is excited and turned on, really turned on. Climax is where, you know, you have um, the release, I guess you could say. So where, you know, men ejaculate, where women might ejaculate, where there's like, there's, uh, you know, the intensity of, there's like, the really, really intense, and then the release. So that's like the climax is that ah, moment. Um, so which is different than orgasm. So orgasm is the building up of the energy. So we can actually choose to have that that being turned on all the time without having to walk around with like making messes all over the place, you know. So, you know, guys, if you're having orgasms every 10 seconds, you know, you may have to replenish your fluids. Women, you may have to replenish your fluids, too. So, you know, there are some things that could be factors physiologically in the body that you could require if you are having orgasms every 10 seconds. For any of you who have ever listened to my show, you also know, and and like my producer was saying, you might want to wear a couple pair of panties, which is so true. And and you might want to be wearing those ones. They're called thinks. They're actually panties that have like a pad built into them. So they're like the new thing. I checked them out on the internet. They're like $30 a pair of panties. However, if you are having orgasms every 10 seconds, Thinks might be your way to go, and and they're not even paying me to advertise this, but check them out. Thanks. Um, so, T H I N X. Um, enjoy. So, and there are other things like you could be sitting on something that would make that a lot easier for you too, like nice blankets would soak them up. And and the other producer Rioa, she actually may be getting a pair. Well, you know what, girlfriend, I might, you know, I might just send you some. So, um, there are, yeah, there are like so many things that kind of came into my mind when I was like, wow, so if I was having orgasms every 10 seconds, what would it be like, you know, when somebody calls to do telemarketing and they're like, hey, you know, we've got this really great deal for you. Would you like your windows washed? And I'm like, oh, oh, well, I'm just wondering, would that actually keep them on the phone, would them get them off the phone? And guys, if you get that it would get them off the phone, by all means, utilize your, and you could fake it, having, uh, you know, constant, persistent, uh, gentle arousal. You could fake that disorder in order to get people off the phone. So, 
know if your you know your family calls and they're driving you crazy oh, i'm so sorry i have this disorder and i can't help it you know might get them off the phone so i get that there are people in the world who actually have this and they and they say that they're suffering from it um so it's actually affected their lives where they do have orgasms literally like every 10 seconds and the disorder is uh is termed under the psychological disorders and under the physiological disorders. It was listed uh, in the DSM, which is uh, the way uh, in psychology that they figure out exactly what's wrong with you and give you a name for it. So I don't even know what version they're on, but when I took psych, we were on the DSM-4, so now it's probably the DSM-44 by now. So we, um, so this disorder actually there's been a few things a um, few people who have been very open about having it and one of them was a, a gentleman who at the age of 37 slipped a disc and now he will have up to 100 orgasms a day absolutely randomly can be in public can be anywhere he doesn't know when it's going to show up doesn't know how it's going to show up um, and he's actually quite devastated by it so for him, he feels that it's like ruining his life as he was at his father's funeral and while they were burying his dad and putting the coffin into the ground, he literally said he had like nine orgasms and was so felt so humiliated and embarrassed. So what if we didn't have a point of view about that? Like what if his body is releasing something, um, you know, and it's coming out orgasmic? as an orgasmic release and what if we didn't have a judgment about how that shows up like how fun would it actually be instead of seeing people walking down the street with like miserable frowns on their face and they're walking around and they're like wow and they how fun would it be for me it would be so fun to walk down the street have a man look at me and then have a spontaneous orgasm in his body i'd be so complimented but then again you guys know me i'm a bit of a freak so you know, how fun would it be to like just look at somebody and your body just goes bam into orgasm? I think that'd be wonderful. Like what a gift if they can receive it. So this persistent genital arousal syndrome to me was like so, so interesting. And and I wondered, um, you know, for anybody listening out there, if you do have that symptom, uh, what else is possible? How much fun can you actually have with it? What if you didn't judge you? And what if the people around you didn't judge you? So what if, you know, you you be like totally excited to be having that energy and what contribution can that energy be to everything around you? So orgasm is actually the energy of creation, right? So when we come back, I'd like to talk more about how this how orgasm in every 10 seconds can actually create so much more for you if you choose it. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. 
Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What does optimal cell health mean, and how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins, and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone, and I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and tonight we are talking about orgasms every 10 seconds. So, of course, I did some research and found out there is something called uh, the Persistent Genital Arousal Syndrome. I think I have those letters correct. Um, and also wondered, you know, what if, if we do actually, as an energetic uh, thing, instead of the what they're talking about is like climaxing every, uh, you know, 100 times a day or having that orgasmic release. Um, uh, like 100, and there's another woman who has it 180 times every six hours. So she's quite busy having orgasms and can't hold down a job. So I was wondering, what if that energy could actually create? So um, you and me and every single one of us even if you were a test tube baby, even if you were, you know, created in a lab, even if you don't know who your daddy is, guess what? You were created from some man's orgasm. 
just ponder that for a second. Okay, awesome, you got it. So now that you get that you were actually created from an orgasm, what else on this planet is created from orgasm in different ways? Like all living creatures are created from that. So I'm just wondering, and we had some great ponderings in the chat room, uh, like was the earth created when God had an orgasm? So truth, was the earth created when God had an orgasm? Well, I don't get much on that right now, but hey, I like the concept, so let's let's play with it just for fun. Um, and also, I wonder too, like with with that, if we are creating, say every ten seconds in ten second increments, and we have choice every ten seconds to create something, to uncreate something. To say even if you send an email to somebody, that email creates something for you. So in that ten seconds of pressing send. You've either just created something, uh, whether you've created or if you just destroyed it, that's actually a creation unto itself. So everything you choose brings you to something else. So with that, choosing in 10-second increments, if you are also choosing orgasmic energy and to be aroused every 10 seconds, if you choose to be the walking, talking orgasm that you truly be, you were created from orgasm. You are a walking, talking orgasm. If you actually chose to tap into that, what would your life be like? What would the lives of the people around you, the animals around you, the plants around you be like? I was talking to a friend of mine who's a facilitator, and her body was having an interesting time. It was going through a fever, and she um, I was asking her a few things, and, and she did become aware that her body it just has such a connection to the earth um, that when she started to actually contribute, not only um, did her fever that she had for six days go away, but she also started um, where she was was like completely dry, uh, hadn't had rain in a long time, and it started to rain, and it rained for two days, and then it you know, the grass started to grow and trees started to grow. And I've heard her speak before that, you know, she can walk down the street and the street she walks down every day will have flowers that actually bloom more than a street, say, that she doesn't walk down every day. And she is like a walking orgasm. So what if when you are that and you're truly present with your body and you're just so having so much fun with embodiment that you are aroused and that you arouse things around you uh, without even trying. It's just you being that arouses things. Um, I know I've told this story before on the show, yet it cracks me up every time. But, um, you know, even you can turn on animals uh, sexually. Like, they can get sexually aroused being around, you know, whether you're petting your dog and your dog gets sexually aroused or your cat or a horse or whatever. Like, animals do get turned on by you just being really present. Um, and really enjoying your body. So are you willing to enjoy your body so much that you're having orgasm? Like you're actually the like walking, talking embodiment of orgasm all the time. So how fun would that be? Um, I just have another friend of us join us in the chat room. That's really cool. And I just wondered too, like if... If you can be the walking, talking orgasm, um, would it be fun to contribute that energy consciously to everything around you? So if you're aware of it, 
um, you could gift it. So the people who are having the genital arousal syndrome, the you know persistent genital arousal syndrome, I really wonder, is it possible, um, if anybody listening to this has that, would it be fun to play with the idea or the energy even, just like, would your body be willing to contribute that energy to the earth? Like, what contribution can you be to the earth? What contribution can the earth be to you? I actually, these people that I saw on um, on these YouTube videos, I was like, I'd really like to write to them and see what contribution I can be to them to facilitate some ease for them. So I might do that. I might just get, you know, my cojones up and like go, hey, hi, I'm somebody who saw you and would like to contribute to you. Can can we play with some ideas here on how your body and its magnificence and what your body is a gift with genital, with persistent genital arousal, what gift can your body be to other bodies, to the planet, to other you know, to all living things. What if it's what if it's not such a devastation? Um and what beauty and what what joy um can you be with that? Uh, instead of having it be such a burden and, and these people were having it to be such a burden in their lives. So other things too, it's like when you ten second increments um and you can choose so for them too, it's like, well if you choose that this, what if this orgasm, this one that I'm having right now, can contribute to the earth and contribute ease to my body and can contribute um, for me receiving money inflows or joy or friendships or whatever it is that you desire. What if that thing that you think is such a wrongness that you could choose in that 10 seconds to turn it around um, into being a gift for you? into a contribution for you and to a contribution for everyone. And so um, I, I'm so curious about that. Not that my body requires to actually be, um, what's the word for it, like showing that off all the time. It's not that I have to demonstrate orgasms every 10 seconds. What if you can be the energy of that um, and it doesn't look like, you know, you're walking around, uh, you know, screaming or you know, having contortions in your body or intensities in your body, what ease can you have? So that was my curiosity question once I saw that thing about the genital arousal disorder was, so if that is something that people are asking for and then they end up with genital arousal syndrome, what if instead of that, instead of what people are perceiving as sort of a torturous thing in their life, embarrassment, humiliation, what if there can be ease with having orgasm every 10 seconds? What if you could not only choose it, but you can have so much ease with it that it's like breathing. So if every breath you took, you know, you could really acknowledge how that's contributing to your body, to the earth, um, and that, you know, you're receiving from the earth and that you're gifting to the earth. And you get how there's that, that interaction is so... Um, it's it's such a gift and it's so blissful that you can utilize that to you know expand your life in so many ways so i'm you know i i was watching um a few things like so i was watching this this video on these guys with genital arousal syndrome and the funny thing is today too i was watching a video on a little baby dancing um and it's funny to me that children are allowed to have these 
outbursts of joy, exuberance, um, bodily expression that could be like orgasmic. And that is completely fine. It's somewhere around puberty that we start making it wrong. So what if, you know, bodies being aroused is never a wrongness? What if it's always a contribution? What if, you know, it doesn't have to be <laughs> given a label that is then turned into a wrongness? Like, I really wonder with how much more, how much more are they in the embodiment of like walking, talking orgasm, but their, you know, their giggles are like joy for their body. Their coos are joy for their body. Like all of that is like a joy for them and for the embodiment that they be. You know, I don't have a huge recollection of being a baby. I know that sounds weird, but I actually do have some memories uh, from when I was a baby, not a lot of them. Um, and some people have no memories of when they were a baby. But what I do remember is I I personally didn't have a lot of joy of embodiment, even as um, as a toddler. So it's funny to me that I actually have this show. I've always um, been curious about bodies. Yet at the same time, I had a lot of embarrassment, a lot of shame. And so that was something that I got really early on. Like I got that in utero. I got a lot of shame about my body. I got a lot of shame about being a woman. Um, there was a lot of things I adopted that weren't mine that until recently I held as true and real for me. So that when I see these babies having that joy of embodiment, it's subless to me and that it is like orgasmic for them. It's such a beautiful thing. I watch kids in the playground have joy on a swing and their bodies are so happy. You know, they're not making it um, a wrongness. They're not making it even like uh, perverted, where we make it perverted when we have joy. So when we come back from break, I'd like to talk a little bit more about getting out of the crap and all the distractions of things like perversion and shame and blame around what walking around being totally aroused is. And what if we don't have to have any of those distractors in place so that we can actually have that and have more fun with it. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. 
The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What does optimal cell health mean, and how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins, and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.FM. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and tonight we're talking about orgasms every 10 seconds. So, oh, there's an interesting comment in the uh, in the chat room. It says that um, everybody would like to choose a little more fun in all areas of their life. So, um, and one of the comments is, my body remembers things that I don't, and I tended to step behind my body and get got difficult. That's curious to me. So can you tell me more about that? And then we can maybe chat about that. So my body also remembers things. Um, and then sometimes I'll actually get like visuals. Um, when that energy comes up again, I'll, I'll get like some, sometimes like a visual of, oh, that was, oh, I remember that. So it's like not really so much uh, a constant running memory as my body has like a body memory that often gets triggered by a similar energy. So uh, let's say if I'm in a room and there's a similar energy to somebody who was abusive to me when I was little, then it would be like, oh, and then there would be this like flash memory of, oh, that's what that was. Um, so I'm not sure if, if that's what we're also talking about there um, with that comment. So um, the whole thing, she's saying it's like, stepping back and letting the other take over for a while. Oh, yeah, I totally get that. So, yeah, being in that extreme discomfort, kind of some, sometimes even like stepping out of your body and not being present at all with it. So when abuses uh, generally happen, like we will literally like go, I'm out of here, and something else will either step in uh, or we'll just kind of hover and watch. I know uh, for me, I've hovered and watched a lot of times 
And then I'll go back into the body and go, oh, what the, uh, and, and now what? Like, can we heal whatever that was? Uh, or sometimes, like, can we just never talk about it or never deal with it? Or, yeah, there can be this like, really strange discomfort with that. So for a long time for me, even even choosing, um, for one, choosing to have an orgasm was like, a really huge deal for me. So I'd like to talk about that a little too. Because even as a child, I was very, very aware of um, adults around me. It was actually, I had some facilitation with Dane here where I became aware that um, I said something in a class one day and I was like, well, I've been masturbating since I was four. And he was like, what? Wait. I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, me too. He's like, wait a minute. Um, were you doing that or were you acting out everybody else's? And I was like, oh my God, I was acting out the masturbation of like every adult around me that was refusing to either do it or was doing it and hiding it. So, um, and very aware of all the sexual energy around me and not really knowing what to do with it. So there I was like a four, like four years old, I vividly remember uh, masturbating and actually getting in a lot of trouble for it. Like everything I was doing was so, so wrong. Um, but I was like, what the heck do I do with this stuff? I can't sleep unless I do this. Like I just, it was so frustrating for me. Um, so the more I became aware that I was just really freaking aware, um, and I was really aware too of the weird energies too, of where um, adults were attracted to me. I was I wasn't aware that that was actually what it was. I actually thought they hated me because everything that was coming at me was so twisted in their universe that I thought it was hate. Um, and literally, it wasn't until I was older that I got that. Um, actually, there was some kind of acknowledgement that I was arousing them. Um, and I get now more and more that, and it's not just me, guys, like every single one of us is a walking orgasm, whether we choose it or not. It's like you you have that capacity to be that and you can turn it down if you want and you can turn it up if you like. And what if it literally is like a knock is like, turn it up and just ask the energies to turn up or turn it down. And there was a point where I turned it down so much that everything was so convoluted. So I would step out of my body when those energies would show up that were really um, confusing to me. Or I thought, well, why is that grown up like looking at me that way? Why are they, you know, they're staring at me when I'm sleeping and that's really weird and blah, 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 blah. And now I get like, I look in on my daughter sometimes and she's sleeping and she's like the most beautiful, like, little thing ever like how can I not adore her and like how can I you know my body is like so happy to have her in my life that there's ease in my universe and that might even come across as being turned on so it's it's exciting for me to like be happy around her and not refuse that and also not turn it into weirdness um, because I do know that I I am aware of all of that and that I have been around kids before and I went, whoa, what is that? Like, what what's going on here energetically? There was, there's been some weird stuff. So what if, what if we actually all turn each other on and we can all just like go, high five, you turned me on, high five, you turned me on. Um, I was talking to somebody today and I was like, hey, you know, I, you know, when I saw you on Facebook and 
blah, 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 and now you're dating my friend, but I just want to let you know, when I first saw you on Facebook, I thought you were so handsome. I would have, like, dated you, and you're just so kind, and your energy was so kind. Um, and then, yeah, he was like, wow, really? When was that? And my friend's like, hey, wait a minute, I'm dating you. I'm like, okay, yeah, I know, I know. It's like, <laughs> it's cool, just letting you know. You know, he's a, you got a great commodity there. How lucky are you? So, you know, we get these mixed messages sometimes, and sometimes we turn them into a perversion. So, in Access, we have these things called distractor implants. Uh, there's like 20 of them. So, some of them are like, you know, shame and blame and guilt and obsession and perversion are some of them, right? So, looking at those uh, right now specifically, like obsessive compulsive perverted points of view, those things can be such distractions from living that when we get into those energies and we're like, oh, that's perverted, and we don't really go to question like, hmm, what is that? Oh, wait a minute. I was so happy that I turned on a body. Cool. Instead of like, oh, my God, that person's going to blah, blah, blah. So you can be aware of people who are, you know, going to harm your body. Like, you can be aware of people who intend harm on bodies, and you can be aware of that you're turning on bodies and you can be so aware that you can walk away from anything that would not contribute to you and your body that would not be fun for you and your body so um also in the chat room we've got uh, some conversation going on um that uh, somebody was uh, the youngest of seven in the house um seven other kids all older than her and the parents majority were catholic so masturbation was not permitted there was no way that was permitted um also another comment was that uh they've been wondering lately if the whole seeming explosion of pedophilia is twisting of that admiration of a child's innocent like that wild energy that gets so turned off and on um yeah and there also that that's like a, a something that's missing for all of us that we can turn bodies on and we can walk away and not have to choose. It's, it is so, yeah, we don't have to choose that. We don't have to actually choose sex. We can turn bodies on. Go, cool, you're turned on. See you later. Cool, we just turned on a plant. See you later. Do you copulate with the plant because it's now happy that you just contributed to it? No. Uh, you know, I was petting my cat. It got aroused and actually, like, came on my shirt. Um, do I require having sex with that cat? Nope. But that cat was very happy to be with me. So what if we can just turn things on and just be like, hey, cool, have a good day. See you later. So we do turn things on. And what if that isn't a wrongness? And what if we can be the walking, talking orgasm all the time? Um, and also, yeah, that whole piece around uh, pedophilia and and all the perversion around that, there's so many distractors that if people could... You know, what what if, you know, there you know, there are people who choose to have sex with children. There are people who might be com completely confused by what's turning them on. So, if you're completely confused about what's turning you on, what if you just step back and go, "Wow, am I just like seeing beauty here? Like what is this? Like yeah, am I just aroused? Like do I have to do anything about this?" And maybe you don't. Maybe there's nothing to be done about it. Um I know that I was a nanny for a number of years, and one of the kids that I looked after, uh, we he he liked having naps with me. So he was about three at the time, 
Um, and I would have the craziest dreams when I would when I would uh, sleep with him when we would cuddle. And there were often times where I would actually be tapping into different lifetimes with him. And his family was really cool. So they were aware of lifetimes and all that kind of stuff. So I could have conversations with them about this. And one of, uh, one of the times I remember having this uh, dream while I was napping with him that I was like married to him. And there was like intimacy. There was like intense sex energy. Uh, and I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I just, I hope I didn't put this like perverted energy into this kid. And I actually went into this really weird, funky place, but the dream was so kind and so loving. And there wasn't anything about, you know, he was an adult. I was an adult. There was nothing weird about it. But uh, when I woke up out of the dream, I went into every possible wrongness that could be about me um, that was showing up. Yet, you know, one of the sweetest kids on the planet and you know there and like that isn't even in my universe to do that to children although I wondered for a really long time if if there was something completely twisted about me that you know I when I'd be around people I would be turned on no matter what age they were like I was saying to somebody today so you're four trillion in 40 and they're 4 trillion in 20 or you're 4 trillion in 7 and they're 4 trillion in 50 when you're four trillion in something, those few extra minutes or days on there really don't mean squat. And I'm not saying that it's a, you know appropriate to um, put children into situations that they don't know they have choice. I'm not saying that at all, and I'm not abdicating that in any way. Uh, what I am saying is is that you, if you are turned on by everything in the universe, you might find that you're even turned on by dogs and cats and everything. What if that's not a wrongness? And what if you actually turn everything on in the universe and that's not a wrongness? And what if you don't have to copulate with all of it? Just because you're turned on doesn't mean you got to stick the parts together and make things happen. Um, so would you be willing to just totally be turned on with no judgment and just like allow your body to have that joy? Um, you know, for the parents out there, when you look at your children and you just like an admiration and joy of them, um, what if you don't go into the wrongness of you because you feel so happy that your body gets turned on by being so happy for them? Um, and what if you don't go into the weird place of like, oh my God, I must be a pervert, uh, and just go, wow, what a beautiful being, like what a and what a cool body they chose, and how cool is that? Instead of doing the, oh my God, um, yes, you should hide your breasts and you should hide your body and you should hide all of your body parts because, yep, if somebody sees those, they're going to get turned on and this stuff's going to happen to you. What if we could teach our kids awareness? What if we could also teach them to choose every 10 seconds for all of it? So what if we could teach them to choose uh, for them every 10 seconds? Does this work for you now? No. Does this work for you now? Yes. Does this work for you? No. Yes. No. Yes. My daughter literally is like the queen of 10 seconds even with eating yes no yes no um like okay cool what works for you because um at first that was frustrating as heck because i was told for so long in my life my dad literally had a saying and he's european is it yes or not and i'm well dad it's like yes now but no later by yes or not and i'm like oh my god i uh, it changes so he just never really got kind of that it can change that much. And now he watches me change things all the time. 
uh, it blows his freaking mind. He doesn't really know what to do with it. So what if it's all of it? What if it's yes and no, and you can change your mind every 10 seconds? Would you like to have an orgasm this 10 seconds? Yes. Would you like to not? No. Cool. And when does it work for you? When would you like to turn that dial? So if your orgasm energy could be on a dial, what if you turn that up, turn it 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 up, and just let that like totally expand, like your whole universe becomes orgasmic energy. Like all those molecules that, you know, you thought were just like, just plain old molecules. What if they're actually little dancing orgasms? Like what if, and what if you can ramp them up? And they actually have this like acoustical vibration that is sing to everything around you. So, and yes, absolutely. So the another question in the background is, have you ever noticed how orgasmic a giggle is? It really is. And the more I laugh, my body gets turned on too. So what if we add that energy of joy, giggle, and like turn it up, turn up that dial. You thought it went to 100. What if it goes to infinite? And like ramp up that dial so that your body can receive infinite, infinite orgasmic energy right now and as you turn ramping that dial up every turn you take energetically it just allows more to flow in more to flow in for you to receive more to expand more and receive more of that orgasmic energy from everywhere and anything in the entire universe does that work for you maybe just a little bit more than or turn right down so that you're kind of like a walking zombie? So I read somewhere on Facebook today that somebody said that they had turned off their sexualness. So one of the things I want to say is if you do, you're, you're dead. So we can't actually turn it off. We can tune it down really, really far uh, so that it's almost like inaudible to everybody around us. However, if you turned off your sexualness, you'd be dead. And you can ignore it, but you cannot eliminate it because it is part of what you be. It is part of what's keeping you alive. And as much as you can deny it or think you're asexual, guess what? You still have sexualness. And right, and another thing is zombies aren't that sexy. They, not that I'm aware of. Like, I've seen a few, and I'm just saying not so sexy. Um, I actually think I co-created a child with a walking zombie, but that's another story for a whole other day. Um, how cool was she to choose a zombie? As a, How does it get any better than that? That is a hot shade of gray indeed. It's not the 50 shades. It's something else. So ramping up that orgasmic energy. And what does your orgasmic energy include? Like for me, orgasmic energy also includes flavors. My body has, uh, so my body is so sensory and I don't know if yours is too, but I like, I can like taste things and I get turned on. I can smell smells and I'm like, woo. And yeah, warm sand, like water at the beach. I I can be on a ride on a roller coaster and be like, woohoo. Actually, uh yeah, kinda had an orgasmic experience on a roller coaster one day as I was choosing to receive more and more and more of the intensity of it. It was like, wow, this is actually orgasmic. Kind of like I was going, Well, if I can receive orgasmic energy from birthing, what about from roller coasters where most people are screaming in fear? What if I flip that around? So what if you can reflip really everything that you perceived as like 
uh, something that would be a turnoff or scary or fearful? What if there's such an intensity there that if you flipped it 180 degrees and started to receive that energy, uh, you would get so turned on uh, and your life would be so turned on. And by that, I mean like everything about you is so attractive that everybody's like, I want some of that. That's like the tastiest kind of cake I ever saw in my whole life. I want some of that cake. And then everybody's like, come into your cake store to have some of that cake because that's just some delicious, it's apparently southern cake, some delicious cake there. And I think it's like an amazing, amazing experience to know that we can choose and we can unchoose. We can ramp up that energy if we choose and we can tune it down if we choose. And we can choose to be aware of it. And please, people who have kids, please teach your children to be aware of themselves. Teach them to be aware. And also facilitate them so that they can be aware of sexual energy and what's, what works for them and what doesn't work for them. Uh, who they're aware of. What, you know, if they don't want to be around a person, honor that. Don't make them be around people. What if they can grow up in a world where being the walking, talking orgasm is just so fun and cool. It's not made of wrong. And yes, if they do have, you know, chronic genital arousal syndrome, that they can just be walking around doing that. And people are like, high five to you. Thanks for contributing to the earth, all your orgasmic energy, you magical you. So, you know, uh, these these things, like they make me laugh when people think there's such a wrongness. Like I'd love to know um, if there is somebody out there who has that, just I for the for the absolute sheer experimentation of it, I would love to speak with you. Um, free on me. If you have chronic general arousal, please call me and let's see if you can actually not make it a wrongness. What if we can turn that around? I'm just curious. So before I end today, I'd like to um, let all of you know that there is a really, really cool thing coming to Toronto, uh, October 8th to 14th. I have Liam Phillips and Lisa Bennett's coming. They have shows on the station. Liam's show is like two hours before mine. And they're coming to Toronto with some really great classes. Liam's going to be facilitating Curing the Incurables as an evening intro. And Lisa will be doing her magic with conscious spaces. So please check them out on uh, infinite, uh, tourofinfinitepossibilities.com. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melitza Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.